the Covenant is a, a new TV series that they want to make. It's being written by Andrew Claven. He is he's a fantastic, fantastic writer. Um, and he is doing a TV series adaptation of the stories of the Old Testament. And it is going to be true to the Old Testament. Uh, and it is being very carefully um, uh, produced by KO Films. Now, they need backers for this. And, you know, you can go to the backers in Hollywood and you know exactly what you'll get. Either no TV show or a TV show that has so many compromises in it. It's really important that we as conservatives um, add to the culture. And this is a great way to add to the culture. They're asking you if you'll invest in this project at kotv.com slash Beck. That's C-A-Y-O-T-V dot com slash Beck. Go there, learn all about the covenant. kotv.com slash Beck and invest. is a uh, just a great great uh, commentator and does a very very different show um, than what you you normally hear on talk radio has a, just a really good sense of what is important and why it's important especially eternally um, he is the um, he's the host of the blaze TV show the Steve day show and the author of a great book the fauci and bargain uh, he's got bonus a bonus chapter of the Fauciian uh, Fauciian bargain, the Fauciian booster, and I want to talk to him about that. He's got a lot to say about the booster shots and the actual facts. And I mean, if you want to, you know, rely on science and look at the science, let's look at the numbers. Steve Dace in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck program. So the Fed is one of the most complex institutions in the world, um, and uh, I think they like it that way. I've been trying to figure out a way to explain uh, to you why you need to care about this this reverse repo thing that is going on. Uh, and so far, I have not found an easy way to explain it, and that keeps you in the dark, really keeps you in the dark. Um it is we are we are headed towards Venezuela. Last night, the reverse repo market was one point six five trillion dollars. This is something that was never done before. They when they first introduced it last year, I told you something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Next week, I will. I'm going to try to explain it to you. Um, uh, but it basically it means Venezuela is on the direct horizon for the United States of America. Financing is going to be very hard for you to get. If you are looking to finance a new home or whatever you're looking at, please call American Financing. You want to be out of debt, at least with high interest credit cards or high interest anything. If you have a, a an adjustable loan, please get out of that. 
American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Steve Dace. Blaze TV host, Steve Dace Show. Author of The Fauci and Bargain. Welcome, Steve. How are you? Good morning, brother. How you been? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, Steve, I'm doing a five-night special, in, I think, next month on some investigation that we've been doing. In fact, um, uh, we had earlier this week, somebody had hacked into our system of one of our producers and was going through all of our confidential files preparing for this show on dr fauci and uh and covid um and google couldn't even figure out who was in the google docs looking at all of that stuff um we have taken everything and gone uh, offline with all of it um while we produce this show uh there's a lot of really really bad things that have been going on with it tell me about the bonus chapter the fauci and booster well, if you read Fauci and Bargain, we left off right when the vaccine uh, uh, were vaccines were being uh, rolled out, Glenn. And the initial data in real time, particularly for high risk in the elderly with the alpha variant, the initial data was actually very promising. Uh, and so we just figured, let's just end the book here. And then if this becomes an issue of mandates, we can pick up the conversation later. And, and as it has been the pattern of this entire scandemic, the less something works, the more they want to mandate it. And so when the vaccines were performing very well, you know, hey, you know, back to normal, take your masks off, everything else. It's the minute that the Delta variant arrived and we began to see the efficacy, particularly from a transmission standpoint of these therapeutics just completely collapse. That now suddenly they want to impose them on everyone. Uh, you have the Biden administration overruling the uh, 16 to 2 vote by the FDA, including two resignations in opposition to third boosters. Israel's doing third boosters. Canada just bought four years worth of boosters from Pfizer, as a matter of fact. And, and Glenn, if, if I had gone online and said in, in February, March, April or May, that I don't think that these vaccines will hold up in mass against transmission and you're all going to need a third booster by the end of the year. I'd have been suspended, if not banned from Twitter or Facebook mm-hmm. for saying that. And yet here we are. And so that's why we decided we had to do this bonus chapter to try to equip people with Fauci and booster to push back on vaccine mandate mandates right now while the while the iron is hot. Okay, let me go through some of your tweets here. According to the Who's dashboard, the United States had 156% more COVID cases and 148% higher deaths than the third week of September this year compared to 2020. No one was vaccinated in September 2020. 75% of adults have at least had one vaccine dose September 2021. Tell me what this I mean, means. These are, this is, you know, I had a lefty journalist, and I use that in quotation marks, ask me on Twitter, how many uh, people that have been banned from YouTube do we quote in Fauci and Booster? These are people I've never even heard of, okay? Although getting banned from YouTube nowadays, frankly, makes me want to find them. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just use uh, WHO, World Health Organization, and CDC data for the majority of our 40 footnotes in this 22-page chapter. And if you look at the weekly breakouts from the World Health Organization, we had lower natural immunity, no one vaccinated last September. 
we have up to 80% of people, according to CDC, have some immunity for COVID-19 between natural immunity and vaccinations. 75% have been given at least one dose. We have, we have two-thirds of adults uh, over, or, that have received both doses. Over 80% of seniors in America have been given both doses. And yet we're sitting here with 156% more cases and 148% uh, more deaths. And this is this is a week where things should be calmed down. We're on the tail end of the sunbelt wave. You've got a bit of a lull before we head into the, the, the winter wave and the seasonality where I live in the north. And yet you look at a state like Vermont right now, Glenn, it's the most vaccinated state in the union. They have an all time high for cases right now. Seasonality doesn't even begin for them until this weekend. Maine has an, is also a top three vaccinated state. They've got an all-time high for ICU patients right now. Connecticut's reporting, again, out of season, one-third of its hospitalizations are fully vaccinated. We haven't even hit the, the seasonality. That's the number one driver of this. Uh, the number one population driver of COVID all over the world is seasonality. We have not even hit the seasonality in the north and already in Vermont and Maine and Connecticut, three of the most vaccinated states we're having. We have, you are seeing trend lines that really you ought to be seeing in January. So what in the world is January going to look like? So so what are you suggesting here that the vaccine makes things worse? What I'm suggesting is something is not right. They're not telling us something. Something isn't right. This is a bait and switch. The initial vaccine data up against the alpha variants was very, very strong, especially from a therapeutic. And now that it has collapsed on August 5th, on CNN of all places where truth doesn't even go to die. It doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> the director of the CDC, Rachel, Rochelle Walensky went on Wolf Blitzer and admitted that these vaccines no longer stop transmission. So that would seem to indicate then if, if you know, the whole ar- argument over masks last year was wear a mask doesn't protect you, but somebody else, which that was a lie, but that was the argument, right? Well, if, that's actually the argument now for these therapeutics. They are a therapeutic, like the flu vaccine. You are, you, you are, if you get involved in this vaccination program, unless they come up with a true vaccine, a true immunization, a Salkian level achievement, understand that you are signing yourself up for an ongoing human experiment of being injected and re-injected with the nanoparticles of this experimental technology that no one invested in prior to 2008. And Moderna had, had, was 0 for 9 in bringing products to market until COVID. You're, you're part of this experiment ongoing. Now, you still may decide that given the risk of COVID for you and the, how the, the variants seem to be getting worse, you may still decide that that's worth the gamble. But you should be informed of that choice. And if these things, Glenn, do not stymie transmission, which they do not, okay, if they don't stymie transmission, then there is simply no medical or ethical rationale for mandating them on people whatsoever, because this isn't like that, that if you're not, you're any more of a super spreader than someone who is. There was a study that came out from the state of Wisconsin's Department of Health just a week ago. Frankly, I found it courtesy of our CEO, Tyler Carden. He sent it to me. Two of the largest counties in Wisconsin did a study, and what they found is that the viral load of people who tested positive with COVID vaccinated was actually slightly higher than those who tested positive for COVID unvaccinated. Again, there is no moral or ethical justification for mandating these things before we even get to the constitutional question. So, um, Steve, there is your what you're saying is this is not a vaccine. It's a therapeutic 
at best and yes. and maybe something that you once you start you've got to continue to take like the flu shot you have to get a new one every year for the new strain glenn okay That's what I, yeah. all right um but there are some things and we keep um if we're into therapeutics we keep finding therapeutics that are cheap um <laughs> hydroxychloroquine is a very good therapeutic it's not going to stop it but it will help you if you have it. It may stop you from getting it. It did me. Once I stopped taking it, that's when I, I got uh, COVID. Um, and uh, I, I was taking it. My whole family had COVID. I mean, I was like, oh, I know you got snot all over your face, but kiss me, sweetheart. Uh, I mean, I wanted to get it out, so I had the natural immunity. Um, but I was taking hydroxychloroquine. Uh, that worked. Ivermectin. It works. Those are cheap. And my sister was uh, asking her doctor for um, hydroxychloroquine in Washington State, and he would not prescribe it. He wouldn't prescribe it. He wouldn't prescribe ivermectin either. These are drugs that have been used for a long, long time. Glenn, ivermectin won the Nobel Prize in 2015. It is not horse paste. That's a lie. Uh, we have a lot of antibiotics that we repurpose for animal usage nowadays. Uh, for example, ever had a, bur- had a uh, burger at McDonald's or Burger King? Enjoy your, uh, your grilled or fried antibiotics because you had some right there. Okay. Uh, that's a complete and total lie. Uh, this drug has literally saved and been taken by or saved hundreds of millions of people since 2015. Its manufacturer, Merck, who, by the way, was one of the first companies to jump in on President Trump's Operation Warp Speed and then backed out when they were not confident in their human trial data that they could come up with a mRNA vaccine that was efficacious enough to justify uh, the side effects. So they never came up with one, even though they're arguably the most successful pharma company in the country. All right. They are the creators of ivermectin. They were part of winning a Nobel Prize for this back in 2015. And, and now and then back in February, they actually put out a paper trying to discredit their own drug from, from people using it. Uh, and now we find out today they've signed a massive contract with the feds to get emergency, non-author, emergency authorization for an oral uh, drug that sounds a heck of a lot like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And oh, by the way, though, this one, the government's going to pay them $70 a pill. I could go on goodrx.com right now, and with a Walgreens coupon, I could get 58 cents per pill ivermectin. If you do the math, that is 11,900% profit per pill, Glenn, per pill for Merck, okay? How close is it to ivermectin? Hate the game, not the player. How, How do we know? Here's the thing. All the data that we have gotten so far have all been internal. Let me show you something that just made me laugh out loud last week. Remdesivir, the people at Gilead, which makes Remdesivir, tried to come out with a study uh, to show the government that they are uh, a hugely successful product in stopping people from requiring hospitalization for COVID. Now, back in July, one of the best public university hospitals in the country is an hour down the road from where I live at the University of Iowa. They did a lot of live real-time study of remdesivir in July, published the results. They found that, it, that when it's not causing renal failure, failure, it either doesn't work, and in many cases, it prolongs hospital usage. But here's the kicker, Glenn. Here's the kicker. The only way you can get remdesivir is to actually go to a hospital or healthcare facility and have it administered to you, usually by injection there. They self-reported that their drug stops people from having to, having to be hospitalized for COVID, but it's a drug you have to go to the hospital in order to get. And yet this is a joke. They, just, they lie about this stuff all the time, and then the treatment that actually works 
it was called Regeneron when they gave it to President Bush or President Trump at this time last year to get him out of the hospital. But now it's known as the monoclonal antibodies. There's several different manufacturers. Mm. Ask your audience if you want to know why I'm not celebrating the Merck announcement today. Let me let me respond to your question with a question. How many commercials since last November after after Regeneron monoclonal saved President Trump's life and got him out of the hospital and then was made available a month later for the country? How many commercials have you seen on TV in the last 10 months for monoclonal antibodies? How many of you even knew they existed until Ron DeSantis started making them portable around the state of Florida? And then after they saved a bunch of lives and they start doing this in your state of Texas now, now the Biden administration wants to ration it. If how many of you even knew what this was and how many of you have seen it promoted, even though it actually works? That's why I'm not celebrating. There's something has smelled rotten in the state of Denmark, Glenn, from day one, from the day that the Imperial College survey came out, March 16th of last year till now. This thing stinks to high heaven, high heaven, brother. I promise you. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. I, I really appreciate the work that you have uh, done on this and um, keep it up. Thank you. Thank you, man. God bless. God bless. Rough Greens. Uh, I want to read what uh, Lawrence wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He said, I, I bought my dog many different kinds of supplements over the years. She would eat a little bit of it, but not very much. In general, she just kind of shied away from it. But when it comes to Rough Greens, not only will she eat it enthusiastically, she'll finish by licking the bowl clean. I hear, that. I hear my dog's uh, chain hitting up against the bowl and then the bowl hitting up against the wall as he's licking it clean Almost almost every time uh, we feed him, uh, she he goes on. She has more energy now. Her coat is nice and soft. Rough Greens is a total treat for her. We're very happy to discover Rough Greens. Thank you so much, Lawrence. I'm glad to hear that your your dog loves uh, Rough Greens. You just watch her watch her over the next couple of months, and you're going to see a huge difference in your dog. Um, at least I have with uh, Uno. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out if they're picky eaters. Make sure that they will eat it and then, uh, if they will, just order a full bag of Rough Greens and watch the difference. It's Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. RoughGreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds station ID. So, Stu, let me ask you, because I know you read and you've been studying this and going back and forth. So, you know, the arguments against what Steve just said. And in all fairness, I'd love to hear the uh, the other side reasonable. So can you can you, for instance, United States with over 75 percent of adults receiving at least one dose of vaccine saw 324 percent increase in cases. Vermont, the most vaccinated state in America, trending towards setting all-time record in cases. At this time, the essay was written, despite the fact that it's out of season. Uh, the UAE, second most fully vaccinated country in the world, saw 11% increases in cases. How would you, uh, what would be your response? Because I don't think he's saying it's causing it. He's just saying it's ineffective. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it depend, I mean, I, I think a, lar- a lot of it he pointed to is, you know, the Delta variant is, seems to be a lot more transmissible and has caused outbreaks. I mean, UAE is mainly using Chinese vaccines, so okay. um, that's a little bit different than our situation. But still, um, I, uh, you know, look, I think you look at the there's different ways to look at it. I think if you if you look at it as, you know, people look at say if you want to say there's a, that debate he mentioned there between 
uh, is calling it a uh, therapeutic, therapeutic or a vaccine. And like, it's it's an interesting point in that like we call it the flu vaccine, but obviously it does not stop every mm-hmm. incidence mm-hmm. of the flu. Um, and the same thing I think here applies. They're not 100%. Uh, you know, they were about 90% in the initial trials. As you mentioned, sure. the numbers looked pretty good. I would say it looks like they're a, a little bit less effective against Delta. Um, the thing that's promising about mRNA technology is they can quickly come up with uh, new vaccines against the new variants. Now, of course, the process for that to actually happen is difficult because the thing winds up being the dominant variant before before it can get approved. Mm-hmm. Um, as Steve points out, you know, if you get on that train, if it's something where like this is the new flu vaccine, right, where, you, you know, you're going to be needing a new one every year for the new variant. That could be where this ends. I mean, I think the the idea of this That's ending what is I always thought endemic. it would end. Yeah. I mean, I, you hope. Right. I mean, there, we've had, you know, SARS and MERS. This didn't happen with. Right. Uh, you know, this one, it may very well. It does seem pro- like the- it's, this is where this is going to end. This is going to be part of our lives forever, which, you know, I think is the most important thing for everybody to realize. At some point you get to an, a, a, a position where you need to just run your society and realize that there's in, there's Correct. endemic risk and everyone needs to kind of so, uh, measure that for themselves. But I think that's the problem with the flu vaccine. It's not mandated, but like no, it's every should, old yeah. person I know gets the flu vaccine because they're more likely to die from it. It's important. You know I mean? Yeah, it's very important. Of, about half the country. Gets right. It. Yeah. But um, but you're not. It's not mandatory. It's, to oh, and, get. This, and you know, you know me. I'm, I'm, I am much more positive. I think on the vaccines than a lot of conservatives right. as far as their effectiveness and and even how they're working today. When you, I think, when you look at the data and you break it down by age and you break it down by individuals, mm-hmm. uh, you find better results than you do from fifty thousand feet. But the point here is that it should never be mandated. And I, you know, we we mentioned this the other day. Six years after the 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 vaccine, the the Salk polio vaccine came mm-hmm. out. Six years we were at fifty four percent vaccinated. Right. The fact that we're at you know two thirds of adults are fully vaccinated, and most importantly, let's be honest, ninety three point six percent of elderly people are have at least had one shot. Ninety three point six percent. That's higher, Glenn, than every one of the childhood vaccines. You know, like we're talking about like the measles vaccine or the MMR vaccine or uh, chicken that pox vaccine that everyone gets when they're like two. Yeah, that, that's a higher percentage for the most vulnerable. I don't know what we thought was going to happen here. There's going to be people who don't want to take it at this point. It's available to them if they want to take it. If they think ivermectin is better, let them take that. And everyone can adjust on their own risk, right. including, by the way, people who want to mandate this. There are effective masks like N95 masks they could be wearing and not have to depend on everyone they hate to take the vaccine or anything else. There's options this here. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Everywhere you turn, the world is, you know, uh, world is turning to new technology and new ways of doing things. Let me tell you about Rectech. This is... You know, if you look at it, you're like, wow, that's a really nice grill. And then you lift up the, you know, the hood of it and you're like, holy cow, this thing is heavy. It's really made to last. Then you cook on it. And when you cook on it, you can bake on it. You can grill on it. uh, You can smoke on it. Uh, It is it's amazing. Then you add in the uh, smart grill technology. Now you don't even have to stand outside and check it all the time, watch the thermometer that never seems to work on the hood. Uh, This is all digital and it's all on your smartphone or your device, whatever. Uh, It's incredibly easy. 
It will last forever. I, I just don't think there's anything on the market that even compares. Follow Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech with a Q at the end. Find them uh, right now and check in. If you're looking for a new smoker or griller, this is the best of the best. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Another host uh, from Blaze TV, the host of Slightly Offensive and co-host of You Are Here, Elijah Schaefer, joins us now. I brought you in on because uh, I wanted to ask you something because you're you have a degree in biology or what is yeah, it? Yeah, molecular biology, some grad school, but I was smart and I left that field to do this. I saw what was coming. I knew it. I knew it was coming that they were going to start uh, using the weird woke politics and the sciences, stop caring about things like objectivity and discipline and starting to look at science as more of an art. Mm, that was that's that's good. <laughs> um, and so you have I mean, you have the knowledge of. For instance, the masks, as Stu just said, you want to stop it. You want to make sure you're safe and you're not spreading. Then get an N95 mask and then you don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing. You get an N95 mask and that pretty much will stop anything that is coming through. That's your best shot on a mask. The rest of them are ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And, and it's kind of crazy, too, because obviously we're talking about with the ban that just happened. I just said what's on the box of these cloth masks, these paper masks, especially the homemade masks are the one that make me laugh the most. Yeah, yeah. Just get a piece of cloth, tie it around your face and COVID will stay away as if it's like the five second rule, you know, where yeah. as long as the food's <laughs> not on the ground for five seconds, the bacteria can't hit it. If you have anything over your face, you block all pathogens. If only we knew that for the yeah. last several thousand years and no one would have died. Yeah. Um, so the, the idea of these, uh, vaccine mandates, I don't know if you heard this, uh, today or yesterday, it was announced that the Federation of Teachers in New York are now suing because they say they should not be mandated for teachers. It's unconstitutional. They're one word. It's unconstitutional. In New York. In New York. The teachers in New York are suing because they should, they say they shouldn't have to be forced to be vaccinated. Well, of course not. I, I mean, you know, I know it's the first thing about the vaccine that I've agreed with the teachers unions on. <laughs> I didn't even know teachers unions were allowed to make logical sense today. I thought that was like <laughs> yeah, illegal in 2014 or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they're going to use this more and more to curb people's rights. I mean, a woman uh, who was uh, pregnant um quite a ways along in her pregnancy she was a nurse she refused to get the vaccine because of the baby didn't matter she was fired she's now suing all of these things where you're just losing access to a job or a place is only going to get worse yeah you know and i i just spoke to uh, another comedian um, named Lila Hart. She has spina bifida, which is a sort of a mm -hmm. deformative issue. And she actually has a blood clotting disorder and is unable to take the vaccines. And so not only is this a, someone with a disability, this is a woman, right? This is for years. All we've right. heard about is fighting for the disabled, fighting for women. And she's a pretty popular comedian. I knew about her before I met her. She's been barred from almost every single comedy house and club. Uh, she even had to move from LA because she couldn't work anymore because they wouldn't let her in. And And she told me, she goes, and you know that they don't even believe in these mandates because the bouncer said, Lila, to her, 
why don't you just, why didn't you just bring me a fake vaccine card and we would have let you in? And she was saying like, look, all these people that are even championing it and saying it's a good thing, when it push comes to shove, they don't even believe that this is necessary. There's a good chunk of people too that that are working at these places that don't want to be involved in enforcing vaccine Correct. mandates. That's not their job. It's Correct. not why they got they went to get hired there. And now they're stuck in this impossible position in between people who want to be able to go into an establishment and the actual business who wants them in the establishment many times, but they're forced by the government to do other things. I mean, that's just nuts. It's a crazy. It's a crazy way of doing business. So uh, I've been having a debate with myself and and with Bill O'Reilly, and I think Stu and I are on the same page with uh, Joe Biden. We think he's senile. We think he's going, but he's there enough to make these decisions. These are not senile decisions. These are decisions he's making, and he knows he's making them. Um, uh, but there, there also is this weird ice cream thing with him. Uh, he's constantly having ice cream they constantly at ice cream stores and i heard this and i thought you know who would know if this is true is elijah so ice cream is is a sign of possible dementia if you're craving it and you're his age yeah so there's actually two sides of this that are really interesting and i want to keep it very simple assuming that you know nothing about dementia and Probably know a lot about ice cream. <laughs> yes, I, I, I know a lot about ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, when it comes to dementia, right? There's a few different types. Like there's vascular dementia, there's frontotemporal dementia, and Alzheimer's. There's different types of these degenerations in the brain. This has to do with buildup of things like plaques and different types of uh, neurotoxicity. So the point of the matter is, is that dementia has two problems. There's the biological element, which obviously could be fought with medicine, like Prozac or different types of medications, and then there's the behavioral side of it, which is that as you begin to get older in age and are unable to process information, you can start to get confused, disoriented because you lose the ability to cope with the stress of life, right? A lot of people, when you're younger, you may drink a lot, you may get angry, you may, uh, I don't know, hopefully you don't do anything too destructive, you may go running. Uh, as you get older, you lose that ability to cope and the stress builds. And so um, this is why he doesn't take questions from reporters, because when there's a, a, an influx of stimuli, especially from things that you're not prepared for, it can lead you to a state of disorientation, hallucination, and confusion, which is why they always stop the questions, because he needs to compose himself. But it also lead to anger oh yeah it, it one of the things too is you if you see him shuffling around and moving around and, and snapping is usually it one of the main signs is snapping and getting kind of lost confused and shuffling around and you see him with his mask these are these are very uh typical signs of of not only early onset but total onset of dementia specifically i think he has the ftd the frontotemporal because i again with the ice cream where it comes in is that one of the ways without using drugs or medication that you can treat uh, dementia and that you can help satiate it is by bringing a coping mechanism, a positive coping mechanism that might bring both dopamine uh, release and joy to the individual and also connect them back to earlier, simpler times. I got to tell you, dementia yeah. has never seemed more appealing to me than right now. <laughs> hey, well, you know what, but I'm saying this, this, so this is why. So this is just the connotative form of it, of a very simple way to help people is to give them the ice cream because it's sweet. And uh, honestly, with the FTD is you have a natural craving 
serving usually four sugars. Ice cream's readily available. It doesn't look suspicious like putting your hands in a full cake and just eating it. Right. Although we've all been there. Uh, <laughs> we've all been there. So there's that. But also on the side of things, there's a lot of new research, biological research, that shows a direct link between consuming uh, certain types of fermented dairy products, including ice cream, that contain uh, hydroogesterol uh, and oleamide and different fatty acids in, in preventing the degeneration of the brain, especially what's called microglial inflammation. My brain will live forever. Yeah, no, and that's why, Na but honestly, Nancy Pelosi, if you notice with a lot of these politicians who are very old, I mean, you look at the, the, the filings for these people, look at how much ice cream they spend on themselves and their older donors and people in their in their cabinet. It doesn't make sense. Oh, it's ten thousand plus dollars. Couldn't it just be that people really like ice cream? Well, hopefully that's true. If you're an American, <laughs> yeah. you better be a patriot, love yeah. your country, yeah. and also and like uh, ice cream. Ice cream. Right? You know, the, the <laughs> weird thing is um, that was Martha Washington's attack. She did not want George to run for a second term, and so the biggest attacks came from his own mother. And the one that she thought had real sticking power was he is so irresponsible with money. You have no idea what this man spends a year on ice cream. Well, <laughs> wow. My wife might say the same thing about me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me no, too. But, but, I, but I'm going to say that it's actually interesting, though, that specifically in one study in Japan, right, there was a link between rice consumption and actual neurodegenerative toxicity, which means that it actually prevents uh, your brain from being healthy, but a direct link between people who consumed a lot of dairy and mental health, psychological health, showing a direct connection, that's how it started, between dairy products and preventing aging in the brain. And so what's really interesting is that the ice cream because it's readily available and it's delicious, basically the study was saying is that you could have low sugared, partially fermented yogurt or ice cream as the way to try to prevent the onset and development of dementia. And I don't mm. know about you, but when it comes, I mean, yogurt's okay, but if you're going <laughs> to no. offer me a spoonful of partially fermented yogurt yeah. or a nice scoop of Ben and Jerry's, mm, I know where not, I'm going with. I'll go for the fermented, <laughs> even really moldy uh, yogurt over Ben and Jerry's, but that's, yeah, that's, a that's for different oh, reasons. Yeah, the communist, the communist, yeah, the the communist, communist. ice cream. Um, one, other, one other question on dementia. Um, I have... I have read and seen photos of the president. For instance, there's this photo, amazing photo of him in the Oval Office down on his knees in front of a woman kissing her hand um, because she, I think it was that she had a lot of children and he was like, oh, you are, you know, you women that do this are so you should be, you know, praised. And he actually got down on his knees and kissed her hand um, and and then you see other things where he will stop in the middle of a conference and he will just talk to little kids and he'll kind of baby talk with them a little bit. And the point of this article was that one of the signs of dementia is you don't you no longer know what's appropriate and inappropriate. And so you were you will you'll do things that are so clearly inappropriate for any you know, adult, um, but you will do the things like he's doing, like the president should know. You never get down on your knees in the in the Oval Office unless you're praying. I think most men, when it comes to meeting new women, don't get on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Not a great idea. Yeah. General. Yeah. In general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> and so he does a lot of these weird things. It, it, and I know you're not a doctor, but. Um, no, yeah. But. 
but this is this is the point actually it's like you don't have to be a doctor and i want to you know some of your audience would know this obviously there's there's a, a similar type of lack of social cue with certain uh forms of autism you don't have to be a doctor if you have an autistic child or you yourself are autistic um, or you know peter Thiel. yeah yeah you 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 will come <laughs> out and say hey look there's a reason why we have these diagnoses is because you know somebody may feel like you know if, if i'm coming onto them that could be considered assault or inappropriate but once you find out let's say somebody you know touches you inappropriately or something you go, hey they have a certain form of autism they don't understand social cues that allows us in society to know how to function and relate to that person because mm -hmm. we go oh i'll be patient sure. I'll teach them and I will understand where they're coming from. That's why with Joe Biden and dementia, we have that diagnosis with people because you go, oh, okay, yeah, this guy shouldn't be president. Mm -hmm. And also like, yeah, if this old man gets on his knees and kisses my hand, I shouldn't freak out because, oh, he probably has frontotemporal dementia. And I understand that this kind of behavior is, is normal for people with this degeneration. Can he have that and still be very, very lucid and making decisions at times? No, there's no way because one, it's called like, I think it's called sundown syndrome, which is why he goes to bed so early is like, you actually find yourself getting tired early and you can't handle, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the introduction of new stimuli because you can't process things quickly. So basically every job descriptor for the present that you need, uh, fast reaction skills, uh, ability to process complex information, the ability to stay up long hours, uh, these basic tenants that would scare most people away from the job are all of the qualifications and skills that Joe Biden cannot physically, this is not just something we can teach him cannot physically psychologically or emotionally undertake if the diagnosis of dementia is real and i do not believe and i'm not a medical doctor but just like i don't need a di a degree to tell when someone has autism or something's a little bit off you do not need to have a medical degree to look at this man and go this man needs help he needs love he needs care he needs to enjoy this last you know hopefully decades of his life we hope that he has a long-lasting life with his family but being president of the united states is not something he's cognitively capable of doing elijah schaefer uh, uh from you are here uh on blaze tv uh thank you so much thank for you being guys on the program please appreciate it uh let me tell you about car shield warranties are designed to expire and the whole th the, the truth is they're designed to expire when everything else in your car starts to expire as well um you don't have to worry about that anymore if you want to you know have your car keep your car because we're all going to have to keep our cars um keep your car and keep it running you need to have covered repairs Something at least that picks up all of the big things. That's why I have Car Shield. Car Shield is a win win. They'll get you back on track when you're in a pinch. You're not on the hook to pay thousands. You've got a rental car at your disposal that they take care of. Uh, all of it. All of it. Get coverage today and see why Car Shield cars go further. It's carshield.com slash back. That's carshield.com slash back. Save 10% right now. Deductible may apply at carshield.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I just I can't leave without without playing some of these uh, pieces of audio today. Uh, cut one. This is an abortion provider. Listen, Texas deserves better. I know firsthand that abortion saves lives. 
For the thousands of people I've cared for, abortion wow. is a blessing. Abortion is an act of love. Mm. Abortion is freedom. It's an act of freedom. We need federal done. protection now. Yeah, we okay. need laws that elevate science and evidence and mm -hmm. recognize the dignity and autonomy of people okay. accessing All care. Right. Okay. Uh, the autonomy? Gosh, those uh, babies in the womb, did they have autonomy in this situation? No, and it saves lives. It saves for every life they kill, they save a life. Even if that were true, we'd just be even. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And would anybody say, if I could kill somebody to help this cancer patient live, should we do it? The answer would clearly be no. <laughs> no, we shouldn't do that. No, but, we, but, it, but they're young and healthy. And have their whole life in front of them. <laughs> entire life. Yeah, their entire and life. And millions of people trying to <laughs> <Right>. adopt them. <laughs> right. Just, Should we just kill them for that cancer patient? I was listening to a podcast uh, today about um, Mississippi, the last abortion clinic in Mississippi. And they're like this. They make it sound like it's this struggle. Like, I, oh, uh, you know, this right is just disappearing. And, and, and they're flying in doctors from out of state to man these facilities because it's so busy. And all they want to do is keep it open as if they're just making medicine. Yeah. Well, just, in some ways they are. Yeah. They take the little heads and they crush well, them and make them into medicine. Well, that's so. not exactly what I meant. But yes, I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, it's just such a fascinating thing to, to strive so 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 hard to kill yeah it's so weird and it's like you know obviously we all know that these people if you really wanted an abortion if they're flying in doctors from out of the state to do them you could fly the patients out of state to get them yeah right like it's not i mean as much as i really want this to stop it's not going to stop all abortions it's just going to make some states be able to take more it stances. would make them legal and rare rare when did we get it when did oh, we leave rare. the That's rare thing. gone yeah safe legal and rare the rare has gone extinct all right i'm on next uh sirius xm with megan kelly this is the glenn Beck program